You are now listening to the High Def Performance Podcast, hosted by Mitch Harb and Zach Smith. All right, we're back on the pod. High Def Performance Podcast. Mitch is peaking, spiking spiking out your volume here, trying to blow out your eardrums. While you're on Waking your way to you work, up. just checking checking your speakers, making sure they work. So, one one thing we were talking about is just kind of who who we've been listening to a lot lately, learning from a lot lately, and then that kind of sparked the idea of this podcast. But someone that we've been learning a lot from is Alex Hormozzi, just a big big fan of of everything that he talks about and he made a video and it really resonated with why I think we all like hearing from him is cause he's like, you know, people like to listen to people that they understand mm-hmm. that use words. They understand. Yep. And he, he, that's what he's so good at is he takes these really complex things and he, he uses words that y'all know and then you can understand them much better and and that's he made a video he's like this is what you should do you shouldn't use these these big words tell someone in in terms that they understand well he's such a laid-back guy anyway like just for obviously from the way he looks he wears like the nasal strip and he does you know he wears the the wife beater shirt and he you know he's just got long hair where he wore the acquisition.com hat he just you know like you just get a feeling that he's a genuine guy and that um he really just is like enjoying teaching people something and he doesn't have a whole lot to gain out of it except for like, you know, the small percentage, I guess now of like people who will sell a small portion of their company to him. But you know, I've had a sneaky suspicion. I'm like, man, I I bet all those people are just lucky to work with him because I'm sure it accelerates the heck out of their process. And, and especially for people who don't want to do it alone, like it'd be really good opportunity for like a solo entrepreneur who, is not enjoying just operating a business by themselves and then just wants to, you know, make a change and, and get someone else like to help them with figuring out the process. Cause luckily, you know, me and you, you know, we, we can bounce ideas off each other. And then we have our other partners, Derek and Matt, who we can talk through things and, and all of that becomes like really easy to operate a business and be successful because, we, we always can run ideas by each other and all of us are always excited, like almost too much sometimes where we're like, we're all like the top, the top end people. And I was actually talking to Eliza about this last night where it's like, we're all like top end, guys. like clouds guys. Yeah. We're all idea guys. <laughs> <laughs> like we got so many idea guys and we don't have, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, we don't have enough like operators. Although I think we've been growing into becoming operators. Um, <clears throat> over the past, you know, couple years, especially like adding employees, but adding like I really love helping PTs become better PTs, which is why like this role, the newer role is 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 uh you know, really um fulfilling. And and obviously like right now I'm back into quite a bit of treatment. Like I'm treating, you know, 31 patients this week or something like that. So I am still doing quite a bit of that, which I actually love because I'm refining my skills and that helps me to help other PTs that we have in our company and future ones, right? Because the more I understand, the more I can help and, and take in students. Um, and that's that's been really fulfilling, but it's a challenge, dude. Like managing the like 10 employees or whatever that we have and, and just 
three locations now a fourth one that's like remote you know we're not doing as much with that one per se but um it's a lot and i'm like man you know we we really need to position ourselves in the future to have like just a really good um manager to help us manage everything that's going on because like we're really good at creating stuff and starting stuff and like creating processes but then like the execution of things is like that's the part where you got to have someone that's really structured and oriented towards that. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to be successful. Um, and that's where good businesses have, right? Right? You have an operator, and you have like the people who like think up all the stuff well, th- and, and make think, the place. I think we're we're good enough, clearly, at all those things. But it's not what I like. Yeah, I like the ideas, and I like I would love the I to present the idea and be like, all right, figure it out how we're going to get it started. And then come back to me and let's like keep figuring it out. Play with it. Yeah. Yeah. But not implement it on a day to day basis. Exactly. Right. I think we've got such great employees in our company now and and really they're team members rather than employees. And in our team members now is it's just like everybody is specific to their role and they love what they do and like they're they're special at what they do and that's so much better than having to be a jack of all trades. And that's really what, you know, be becoming like a early entrepreneur is is like you're just trying to be uh, you're trying to fill all the holes even though you're not very good at at filling holes right like it's like trying to be a professional football player and you're like playing o-line d-line wide receiver you're throwing a little bit at quarterback it's like like you're a little leaguer right and then when you want to really go to the big leagues that's when you like focus in and, and create something it's like the funny thing is with our four partners i think all four of us would be good ceos all four of us aren't the best like day-to-day clinic managers um and i think all each of us have like different traits that that do allow us like not that we're not successful managers um but i think we we definitely have room to grow and and improve on that but all of us have like special traits that make us better or worse like you know like certain things like i handle better in the day-to-day operations that you and and we've kind of sorted those into our own like fields every once in a while you know obviously i'll be treating you have to step into like a domain that i usually handle which which is fine um but it's definitely the challenge of 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 ownership is like you can't just like and that's where it's funny because we've hired really entrepreneurial pts in the past and those entrepreneurial pts are like almost like more tied up in the idea of being a pt or creating a pt business and not executing the business which is like exactly and and i'm like well as a pt you're kind of into fulfillment right and you can you can trial things right like maybe you do like you're trialing out some new process with your clients, like doing the dynamometry and this works, this doesn't work. Here's the reports. But like at the end of the day, you still have to execute the actual plan. You can't just be like, Oh, it'd be really good if we did all of these things. And then you're just like not willing to do them. Well, that's why like an idea guy you don't want as the PT really like technically you want someone who you want the PT fulfillment person and if you are an idea type person it needs to be ideas in the way of like improving processes that you're willing to execute on right Right, it's not like it's not like you know top end ideas like oh we should open a gym it's like that has nothing to do with like what we're doing and it has nothing to do with your position yeah and we've had pts in the past that have wanted to do that right it's like oh we should just start a new gym it's like you know that it's gonna cost like we don't it's who's like, gonna do you know, it? Five hundred thousand dollars. Like, yeah. who's gonna like? We're not. That's and it's completely out of our realm. Like, we're putting PTs clinics in gyms for the reason of we don't want to own the gyms. Well, and I was talking about it with you the other day. Is like uh, some of the people we listen to, I love them, but honestly, at this point, it's it's almost like 
it's like mental masturbation. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, there's so many ideas that I get listened to them, but it's like you're not gonna do any of that. You you don't you you shouldn't. You should yeah. you should focus on <laughs> figuring out how to how to do this better. Well, that's why I like and, what what when I read. So the guys, and this is the other podcast we've been both listening to. My first million is that a newer podcast? I've seen it for a while, but it's not like. They went full time. It sounds like they both exited their companies like not that long ago. So it's, it's not been like so. going like crazy. One of them said it was like 15 months ago. So he probably was like part time. I don't know. But anyway, it's a great podcast. It's entertaining. Even if you're not like a business owner, the two guys on there um, are super entertaining anyway. They're pretty funny. Um, but they talk about the guy from HubSpot, Darmesh. And I was just went to his Twitter and I read what, what he talked about. And it was interesting. Let me. Uh, pull up the tweet but basically um it it goes along the lines of what what you were talking about there and and i think you know i can't remember what the tweet exactly said and i think i need to read it what's darmesh's last name i can't even remember shaw maybe oh yeah darmesh shaw also by the way don't we use hubspot it seems like a crazy company to like exit at 600 million dollars like an insane exit and we did. Did the, one of the guys on my first million? Did he exit and sell his company to them? To HubSpot, yeah, yeah. They bought him. Man, I can't even remember what the what the tweet was. Now I wish I could know because I'm not gonna be able to like go off on that tangent now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, it's 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 interesting um, how that how that plays a role. And and so like for us, we're we're trying to execute on a day to day basis of like trying to figure out new ideas, but not too many new ideas that we can't execute them on them. Like, and like you said, if you just listen to like, you listen to all these podcasts, you get all these great ideas, but you're like, is this actually something that's going to push the business forward? Oh, this is okay. This, so I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase Darmesh's tweet. It's like the mo- the majority of businesses that are successful focus on the customer process versus like the vast majority of businesses that go out of business, um, are focused on what their competitors are doing. That was it. And it's paraphrased or something like that. <laughs> how does that relate to because, ideas? Because because this this is how I relate it. Because when you think about all these ideas that you learn from podcasts, you like listen to what other companies have done. You listen to all this stuff. It's like mm. what we need to do is go back and reverse engineer that and say, what of these ideas is going to make our customers' experience better? And then let's do that. Right, like if it doesn't make right. the customer's experience better, then it really is just an exercise in mental, like you know, masturbation so, or whatever. You know, it's like, so basically, so, don't take like the idea of a new business, like oh, I should do that. Say, why do people like it, and can is there anything applicable to our business for the customer? Exactly, and then yeah. also once you create a business, if you're if you're creating a business, it's like create the business and then model every single thing back to how it improves the customer's experience with you and the and the product that's going to the customer versus like a lot of companies get caught up in like oh man this company ripped off like the thing that i put on my website and they're doing the same posts that i did and oh my god they just copied like this exact thing the email that we sent out it's like that doesn't matter they're focused if that company's doing that great they're going to be a step behind at all times because they're just right. following what you're doing and obviously it's a good idea to kind of know what other people are doing in your space so you know if you're providing like an adequate base level of of service but what i found for the most part is like our patients who come in they're always kind of uh, uh like 
surprised by how much we do and like what we like our service in general and it's because i think we've have focused on like what how can we just make our product better and better and better because physical therapy is something that hasn't been really iterated on a ton it's still probably the, the basically the same that it's been for a long time right and it's it's changed in like the treatment and the execution of it but it's like it's always like you come into a clinic you get treated you get some drawings of your home exercise program you go home and that's why i don't think it is good to model off what your competitors do in in that sense right like i've always liked having the thought process of like i don't really know what traditional is like because if you don't want to be like that then why would you do what they do exactly and and that's where like listening to these podcasts and i went on a really weird way about obviously to get to all this stuff but like if when you listen to those podcasts and you take pieces of other companies of like that make them successful in the industry and then back apply it but don't just apply it to your business because it sounds like a good thing to add what you have to ask yourself is the further step of like does this actually improve the customer's experience or does it actually make it more difficult right like um like if if you apply something that's gonna become more perceived loss and someone has to do more work to achieve the same result then you, you're actually making the product worse and we just talked about this morning about you know we're we have so much content that we've produced nutrition courses we've done like grocery lists and like all we have this whole nutrition course that we don't even use we're like hey we're gonna give it out for free and you give it out for free but it's like really hard to go through so like the perceived loss of time is like really high comparatively to the perceived value because they don't really understand what they get at the end which is just like a healthier diet is there an easier way to get them to that process and that's what we have to think about as well as like what what gets rid of friction because that's the thing that stops people from coming into pt in the first place like it seems like a hassle you know you got to come in got to book my appointments got to come in for an hour whatever you know it's like and and the cool thing about what we do here is we make it really fun people get their workout in as well like people leave here sweating that's how our process is also different like you kind of get a two for one where, where you really actually feel like you did something. It's not just like, Hey, I went and laid on a table for an hour and they kind of moved my shoulder around. It's like, yeah, we did some of the manual therapy stuff. But we also got you a really good workout, but like same with that, like when we're kind of like thinking about this nutrition course, it's like, it, it does add value to people, right? Like can, and this kind of goes into our topic for the podcast today of like, how can we improve like before you go to PT during PT and after PT, and one of them is like nutrition, right? Like intra physical therapy, and even before you go, but you shouldn't wait to get your let's, your let's nutrition. Introduce this topic. Dude. You're trying to like. I get, I'm getting excited, man. You're trying to like, like loop you, everything all right, in. You you introduce the topic. Let's just talk. So I mean, outside of that, I agree. Like, I think that <laughs> I think that, like I said, you should look at all. I, this is what I do. I look. I listen to what they say, and I'm like well, why do people like it? It's clearly helping the customer in some way. Can we add that to our business, right? You look at Amazon. They re- they reduce friction all over the place. Yep. You know, like... Storing your card, one-click button purchase. Yeah, so... Showing so, you the stuff you've bought in the past so that you don't so even So how can we do that? You know, that's yeah. what I always tell the front desk. Like, if you're on the phone with this person for 10 minutes, like, man, that is high friction to get you to get an appointment yeah i want and you've seen me on the phone oh i actually already have this info oh i actually just need this hey how does 10 a.m thursday work done yeah or can i just text you that yeah you know like I'm, I'm trying to reduce friction because like you said there is a lot before you get in here yep. and so 
you know, one one thing that we really liked from Hormozy was he talks about before your experience with your product, during and after, and looking at that and figuring out how you can make those better for the the customer, the patient. Yep. And so, it, and then it's like we're gonna give you some recommendations today on what you can do to improve your your pre-physical therapy process. We'll also talk about like what we do to improve. Cause like there's certain pieces where it's where we pick up, right? Like where the journey actually starts for the customer. And this is like the, the way back is like starting to find your PT. It's like when you feel pain. And right? so we don't, yeah, exactly. We don't have as much control over that sector, even though we try to put out as much information, as much uh, like free uh education as possible. So people know what they're getting into with us. And that's a really important part. But you know, when you're looking for a physical therapist, <clears throat> every physical therapy clinic and every physical therapist is not built the same. And I think all physical therapy clinics and all physical therapists are good. They serve their own purpose. Um, but you've got to find one that matches the purpose that you're going for. And what I've told people is like the big box physical therapy, like the national providers, like with the, you know, like the ones that are publicly traded. Those are great if you're, you know, if you're not really interested in a high level of, of care and that like you just want to get your PT done and you want to go and put like go through the reps and your doctor told you to do it and you know you don't have a, a really a big goal to get back to but if you're an athlete you're active person you want to get back to hiking you want to get back to playing baseball you want to go and golf you want to hike this mountain that requires a higher level of of expertise and and, and a little bit of a higher and level time. of attention and yeah, time yeah, exactly yeah. and that's what we that's what we've changed in our process to provide and where we fill the niche is we pro- provide really close one-on-one care with an extremely customized plan of care and exercise program so instead of like you come in everybody that has a knee replacement gets this this is the packet right you get this packet and this is what you do and this is how it results right all of our stuff is based on customized assessment and breaking down what the patient's impairments are and then pairing that with with a really good home exercise program so how can i just got hurt how do i decipher that that's what high def is and that's not what you know someone else is like, yeah. like how do you know yeah i think it's it's hard um but but here's a couple ways that come to my mind and and kind of how i would find how i find my providers for other things um outside of this is is number one i look at their website and see what kind of language they're using as far as like how they're treating it. If they're more focused on their process of physical therapy and what they do, the techniques and things like that, you're probably going to have somebody that's more attention oriented to that versus like the people who are purely just advertising for you to get out of pain and like relieve something. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be much more general typically and and they're not really going to be applying like like skilled trades like right like most of our therapists or all of our therapists have some sort of advanced training in something they have some sort of certification they have blood flow restriction therapy they're a sports clinical specialist you know they have further education so they're working to to get these different techniques so if you're seeing that like you're seeing people with credentials not that letters behind your name matter that much but it does show that you you're taking the effort and the time to try to go learn something but then also if you if you look at like for example our webpage or some of the other ones or even social media yeah exactly what are you putting out like hey they're producing a lot of cool content like Basically, someone could go in and see exactly what they're going to get from us. It's like you have all the ingredients, but the recipe changes for what you have. Um, and it's like I said, it's all going to be customized based on on what you've got going. But it's a good way to go is like if they're producing content, like you'll see certain clinics where it's just like all they're trying to do is sell you into their clinic. 
they're not showing you like what they're doing inside the clinic that makes them special. All they're trying to do is capture you like, hey, we have a we have the doctor that's the best of foot pain. It's like, well, what are you doing for foot pain to make this uh, to actually heal me? So if you find clinics that are putting out that kind of information, I think that's definitely a good start. The other thing that I always look for is is positive reviews, Yelp, Google, all of those sure. kind of things. Um, obviously, like with medical clinics, there's always going to be low reviews. Luckily, we don't have any like really low reviews. Um, basically, 100% five stars except like one four star, and and we've done that through really making sure that we've had the product good but also if you go read the comments like in depth and and that's the problem is like a lot of people don't trust comments these days because there are a lot of fake comments out there but you'll read our comments and say like oh these people actually went to this clinic and they had a really good experience and they'll mention the therapist by name find someone that's you know maybe worked with something similar to what you've got or has a similar experience because if you know if they can help one person they can help a bunch of people with that same thing and the good thing is most physical therapists are equipped for this to treat they're just not in an environment that like really promotes like the best care ever because they don't have enough time with you and that's that's the stress and the, the emphasis of of that and and that's that's how i'd find it and then so you could call and say hey you know will i be one one will i yeah. will there be like what's your model yeah and then the other thing that you can also do is you could say hey um can i come in for a assessment just and then don't be afraid to switch PT clinics. I mean, like you just because you go with the PT, if you don't like them, like switch. Right. And I even say that to the patients that come here. It's like if if this model and this is not like going to be successful for you, you've got to find something else. Like if you're like we've transferred plenty of patients to uh, places yeah, close to come in an hour. Exactly. Like, they come in and they, and they like the PT, but it's like, wow, man, my drive was like this is a three hour process. Cause I come for an hour and it's an hour here, hour back. It's like, well, even though you'll get better, that's a, that's a lot of friction between you and getting the right. PT. Let's find you a really good PT, you know, around your area. Um, and I do it for people all the time. And I follow these same steps for my family members in other States is I, I read the website. I look at the provider on, on social media. I look at what they're putting out as far as like their blog posts and the information they put out. And then I just go through and that's how I select PTs for my own family members. So I think that's, that's probably the best way. And, and kind of just knowing that. And another thing I would say is, you know, I'm sure a lot of people in the beginning are wondering, well, I wonder what my insurance covers. Yeah. So I would say, researching who's in network with the insurance although here's but the then here's the caveat to that though don't always trust what the insurance website says because a lot of people search us and they don't know i would us. ask them yeah and then mm. they should be able to tell you as well what your estimated visit yeah. should be yeah they should be able to in and if know, they won't do that then to me that's a red flag because because yeah. here's the thing though man is like and i and this is what this is why i created wanted to do it this way when we got into high def in the first place was because most medical clinics won't give you a quote. And not only that is they won't even like sometimes tell you if they won't guarantee you that you're in or out of network because it they'll say on their website, it's your responsibility to know, which, so that's one of the things that we do with our patients to try to reduce the friction is not only do we tell you what you're, if you're in and out of network, we tell you what the cost per visit's going to be, and we'll do that for free. Like if you you could send us your insurance card today, and we'll run your insurance benefits and tell you exactly what the cost is going to be for physical therapy, because it's important for people to know what they're getting into. It's like the only thing in the world where it's like you would never buy a car, and then just they'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, in like a month, I'm going to send you a bill for this. We we'll have no idea how much it is, 
but you're going to get a bill from us eventually. And you're like, what? How much does this cost? Just like, keep driving it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and not only that, but you're paying by the time you drive it. So, you know, the bill's going to go up there. You know, so it's like that. that's silly. And and so people should be able to quote you that benefit. People should be able to tell you if they're in and out of network. Um, and so that's a good thing. And, and always ask the clinic because, like I said, some people search for a PT. They search for us and they don't find me. They go, oh, Zach's not in, in network. But it's like, well, my first name's Walston. So I'm not going to show up like in those sure. databases are so exact. Like if you misspell it by a second, it's not like Google where Google kind of knows like, oh, you messed up the spelling of this or, oh, this person sometimes is called Walson on this site. Right. Or sometimes they're called Zach. Like this is has to be word for word, perfectly direct, the right state, all this stuff. So um, definitely make sure you reach out to your clinic. And that's that's one of the things we do for people. And we also, you know. Like, like you said, with paperwork, it's like no one wants to come in and fill out a million pieces of paperwork. We do have forms to sign. It's just like part of the deal. But at the same time, what we try to do is pre-fill as much as possible. So it's like five signatures and then you got to write an emergency contact down. And that's really all you need to do to come into our clinic. And so it's it's pretty easy. And that paper is also sent out to you um, so you can do it ahead of time. And so really people like, you know, a lot of medical providers, I don't know, how, like when you went to your last new medical appointment, how long, how long did they tell you to show up before the appointment? 15 minutes. Yeah. We really probably what need five, maybe yeah, less less. Yeah. So, I mean, we've tried to refine that process. Cause again, our goal is to provide the best level of care and, and like the least amount of friction because we know that the easier it is for people to come into PT, the more they're going to come and do their PT exercise and be compliant with their home exercises and all that stuff. And they're actually going to get better. And that's what we're in this game for, right? We're trying to get people better. And that's what I enjoy every day. It's not fun as a therapist for patients to come in and they don't get better. Like I'm rooting for my patients just as hard, if not sometimes harder than they're rooting for themselves. Um, and, I, and I'm very emotionally invested. And I kind of wrote down some ideas I thought that would be problems clients encounter before their appointment. You know, some may be nervous, like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm nervous to go to the, just like you're nervous to go to the gym, right? Um, and I think that's something that we really try to work on and making this a, a really welcoming environment. You know, when we're hiring front desk people, that's like the number one thing we look for is like, can you make someone feel good? And that's what I've really loved about seeing this product roll out is we get, we get reviews like, I honestly loved having my appointments here, you know, and, and yeah. it's like, that's not a, probably a common thing with people going to get physical therapy. Yeah. And that's so rewarding, man. It's like, I mean, I, I was just talking to a patient today and telling him about two different dermatology offices here in, in Bellevue. And I went to one and it was like, it, it was just a stark different. The doctor was, was just as good at both locations, but my perceived value of the doctor at the one location where when I went in to the office, first of all, I spent an hour on the phone trying to make the appointment, and I and it, like I, I called it like hold. I, ca I called it like eleven fifteen one day, and then it got to twelve, and they went on lunch and they don't answer the phone during lunch, and so it just like it, it kind of kicked me off, and I spent forty five minutes and I called after lunch and it took another thirty minutes, so I spent an hour fifteen trying to make the appointment. Went in and and when you go into the lobby, it was like qu perfectly quiet. The lady was like, said minimal words to me, didn't really even greet me. Hey, do you have an appointment today? That was like, I came in. She was like, do you have an appointment? I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I, I do have an appointment. It's at this time. Oh, you're really early. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go walk around. She's like, well, then I'm going to have to check you out 
and you and th- we're not gonna you know we're not gonna be able to take you back like you you have to be in the lobby to be checked in i'm like okay i'll sit here for 30 minutes then so then i sat yeah. there dead quiet like really awkward and then i went back to my appointment it was a little bit behind and then i got checked and it was perfectly fine the doctor was fine but the experience was so that i'm like ah, you know i'm not going to go back here and there's a second opinion from another clinic which was like the total opposite like as soon as you walk in the door it's like hey how's it going like do you have an appointment today like yeah awesome good vibe yeah man. great vibe music going the furniture's right the the smell is right it doesn't yeah. look like you're in a medical office it almost looks like you're in kind of a nice like lounge at a lot at a hotel or something like yeah. that like it's it kind of makes you feel warm and inviting and then the rooms are all really clean all white furniture you know it's like it's they're doing it right and and when you go at the look at the reviews it it shows right sure, like yeah. and and like i try to mention like medical practices don't typically get the best reviews just because they have billing issues like billing is the number one people issue that people have problems with and that's yeah. what we also try to solve which is like we by quoting you the benefits and telling you what it's going to cost like we don't have unhappy people because they don't they know what they're getting into before they purchase or they don't come right yeah. like and sometimes we overestimate we like hey this is what the estimate is overestimate and then oh it's actually cheaper oh that's awesome i get a refund right yeah. so um so that's that's kind of how we roll um but it's interesting how that how that like and the the vibe of the clinic and how things feel when you walk in it, it i think it makes people more successful in pt because they like coming in they enjoy it so they're going to work hard when they come in if you just dread going to your clinic every day because you're like oh god that place is horrible it's just like this doesn't really like foster a good environment for for recovery and healing and you're not going to fight to make your appointments yeah you're going to find an excuse like yeah of course exactly uh and then a couple other problems that i listed out was you know maybe you're not sure if you should go or not right like eh, this kind of bugs me i don't know if it's uh, it'll just get better over time like like what would you recommend like I always tell people it's like it's there's two ways it can go. Like you're you're never in homeostasis. It's like your your injury is either gonna get better by itself or it's not gonna get better by itself, but it's gonna get worse by itself. Right? So you gotta figure out what group you're in. If a standard healing time would be like if if it's been happening for over four or six weeks, it's like it's probably the likelihood that it's gonna get better on its own without any help is is low. Um and I would say the best thing to do is find a really good high quality doctor or physical therapist, come in and see them and then get, get an idea of is this normal? Is it not? Cause like if you come in the earlier you get in, the better it is. Like it doesn't help anyone. If you've had back pain for a year, it's like been chronic, all the tissues really irritated. It's really hard to get off. But now all my, all my patients that I've seen for multiple things, they'll come in like the day after an injury and it'll be a minor thing. And I'll say, Hey, this is minor. Do this, this, and this. Come back and see me in like three, four weeks. Make sure it's good, and and you'll be good to go. Some people come in right after a minor injury. And I'm like, whoa, you, you actually did some pretty serious damage here. We're gonna have to do a more intensive course. Plus, I want to get you into this doctor to get an MRI, so you can get it looked at. And like, those are the the ways it goes. But the faster you handle something, the better. But if you have like an area, like let's let's say your your elbow. And you have a pinpoint pain in your elbow. It's not diffuse. It's just like the same spot. hurts hurts all the time. Every time we do this activity, like that's an injury. And it, and if you haven't done anything to re-strengthen it, 
or mobilize it or stretch it and it just keeps on happening time after time, then that's an injury and it needs to be like handled and helped sometimes, right? And and like maybe you can go on YouTube or you can go on our Instagram page and you can look up exercises. And if those help, great. Then do those. That's why we put out the free content. Right. We're trying to help the people who who want help and really actually need help. Um and and not saying like even even if like you do go on YouTube and you find like some benefit from exercises and you still want to come to go see a PT, like go for it, right? Because it's just like just because you know how to lose weight doesn't mean you shouldn't hire a personal trainer. Some people just like the accountability and the expertise mm -hmm. because that's, I mean, it's the same reason why, you know, in business we would hire a coach. It's like, you might get there, but you might get there faster or you probably will get there faster if you use someone that's expertise. Cause it's like, when you go on YouTube and you just do a bunch of exercises, like a lot of trial and error, you know, it's like, uh, Oh, this kind of feels better. Oh no, this one made it hurt worse. And now it, now it's flared up. But when I do this stuff and you know, you can't really figure it out. Whereas, you know, if you go to a good physical therapist, they do a very in-depth evaluation of a, of an injury. Then it's just like, here's, here's what it is. Here's how to treat it. And this is how long it's going to take. Do this, this, and this. Here's the, here's you the recipe. Here's the ingredients. Yeah. And it shortens the time of exactly. recovery. You're paying for the speed and the knowledge too, because yep. now when it, when you feel it again, You'll know. You already have that expertise as well. You'll like that, know, right? Pre, pre program. Because I think the worst part about injury is you're, I don't know, is this going to get worse? Yep. Is it going to be some major? Yep. Whereas now you're like, nope, it's the same thing as before that I already got checked out. I know to do these three things, it'll go away. And it just happened to me the other day. I had a patient in for a new injury of an elbow, speaking of elbows, and I previously treated them for a back injury. And the back injury was like, oh, yeah, that's also flared up, but my elbow is worse. I said, let's treat the elbow. He said, you know, I've already been doing the stuff you gave me last time for my back injury. I'm like, all right, we'll do we'll do the elbow. Let's keep it on the back and see how it is. Next time just came in today, I said, back is perfectly fine now. I did the, all those exercises repetitively, and it's perfectly fine. I solved that, but the elbow still needs help. Perfect. All right. We don't have to work on the back. You have the tools, the knowledge because of past experiences. You have the knowledge to help this, right? Just because you get an injury doesn't mean it was always the same one as the past, but it's fairly frequent that people get the same injury again. Um, and so, so now you have the tools and you can fix it, which is awesome. That's exactly what we're looking for to happen. That's why you come in. Yep. Exactly. So the other thing I wrote down was, you know, client might think that they don't have enough time. And I love Hormozy's yeah. objection to that. That's, that's my favorite thing too. <laughs> and and yeah, you you go into that because it's it's a good piece because like I'm not probably the best model of this because I'm the guy who goes like, dude, I'm so busy with work. I'll start working out when when you're not busy. when when I get less busy. So yeah, tell yeah. me why I shouldn't start working out <laughs> when so, I get less busy. So that insinuates that when you get busy again, you're going to quit. And, and that's not your goal, right? Your goal is to just be consistent with it. If that's the case, this is exactly when you should start because now you're going to learn how to keep doing it and you'll have support while you're busy, mm -hmm. which which makes so much sense, right? Like, yeah, you shouldn't start it with when you're busy alone. Yeah. That's when you should get help. Mm -hmm. When you're not busy, you got plenty of time to figure it out. Yep. And it's, what we try to do is help you make it part of your lifestyle where it's like, I mean... <laughs> It's, the thing that's tough is like it's always dependent on the physical therapist you work for. Some are inflexible. There's like you have to do it this way, whatever. Like for me, I'm more flexible where I say, what's going to work for you? I could, I would like to give you 15 to 20 minutes of exercise a day. 
it, can you do that? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I've had patients who are like, I go into my pool and do my exercises three times a week for one hour. I will not do anything in my apartment. I won't do anything more than that. I'm only going to go inside this pool and do my exercises. So give me anything I can do in here within this one hour. I'm willing to modify that one hour, even though I need 30 minutes to walk. So I have, you basically, you have 30 minutes to give me something three days a week that's going to help. I'm like, perfect. That's at least you're being upfront and honest about what you can do versus like saying like, yeah, give me as much as possible. And then it's like, well, I gave you all the stuff you asked for and you aren't doing any of it, right? Because I'd rather you do the the the, pri- the perfect stuff or like the, the great stuff versus like everything. Although right. we do have some patients that are just like, give me everything you have. I will do it, even if it's up to three hours. And they actually do it, which is crazy. Crazy, yeah. like crazy commitment. Yeah. But but you're right, man. It's like, and, and I'm the same way. And, and this has happened to me in the past. And how many of you guys listening has this happened to? You go, Oh, I'm going to start working out when I'm less busy. And then you get less busy. You actually do start working out and then you get busy again and you stop working out because right. you've never figured out how to make this fit into your mm-hmm. actual lifestyle. And think about, and, and think about how many weeks out of the year are you busy and how many weeks are you not busy? Right. And if, if you're busy more than you're not busy, then you're not going to have a habit if you can't do it while you're busy. And that's like Eliza's, probably gotten tired of me saying like things will change when, you know in a year when we're less busy yeah, yeah. no it's always going to be something yeah, else so we have to figure more, out exactly yeah. so i figured out that like whatever we need to make happen we need to make happen now and not wait till oh don't worry someday i'll be treating a little bit less and i'll be able to do this and i'll be able to do that and i'll get around to this it's like if it's always going to be something. It's yeah. always going to be something adding. You're going to change jobs. Oh, once I get a new job, no, now the new job is busy. So it's like you got to do it when you're busy. And and having that help is is key, right? Like I can kind of help myself, and I know if my workout routine is Monday through Friday, I, I won't. Something will come up mm-hmm. one of those days, two yep. of the three of those days, probably. Yep. And then I'm not working out, so. It's okay. Let's be flexible Monday through Friday. No, I'm going to do it Saturday, Sunday, Friday, you know, is usually a little less busy. Uh, so there's the days and then I'll do what I can during the week and then it gets done. But if I just said, Nope, this is all I can do. It just would never happen. And then I'm, I'm stuck in that, that same boat. So I like doing the same thing and, and and so what some people have told me too that they do and I, I like to is like book it in your calendar like a meeting because like you don't not go to your dentist appointment or you don't not you don't miss a meeting when you're at work so book it into your calendar just as if you would you know a meeting and well that's and, why physical therapy works right like I've been saying I you guys tell me to do the, the exercises I don't like yeah that I need to do and I I don't do them mm-hmm. but when I book an appointment yep I come and do them and that. And that and this is like this is jumping to the the tip for like how to be successful post physical therapy because I have it in my mind. I don't want to forget. That's the other hack that I've found with people is let's say you're coming to PT two times a week or even one time a week. Let's go with two. You come in two times a week. That's an hour you've blocked out of your schedule. Plus, there's a drive there, right? So you've shown that you can open up two hours of your schedule plus the drive here, the drive back. That's you know, 30 minutes. If you live 15 minutes away from your clinic, that's another 30 minutes a day. So now you've blocked three hours a week on your schedule. 
don't get rid of those appointment blocks when you're done with PT. Just keep them and short, even shorten them down a little bit, shorten them into 45s, yeah. and then add one more. And now you've got a three times a week routine, and you've already shown that you can do it because you were making your appointments before. Like, don't just fill that. You didn't need. You don't you're, need to. You're fill not going to fill it with anything better. Obviously. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you were getting all your work done. You were getting all your life stuff done. Unless you were really, the amount of people who are putting like life stuff on hold to come to PT is probably very low. Like, yeah. Most people cancel their PT if they have something life stuff. So you haven't, you haven't replaced anything important with PT. Yeah. You've in place replace something very important which is your pt and so now keep that on your schedule keep those hours blocked and then just book them out in six weeks blocks just like you do when you book your plan of care with physical therapy Mm -hmm. Um, and check in with your pt to keep yourself accountable if you need to you know but that's that's a hack that like i I think we haven't utilized enough yeah and it'll be cool is like when someone gets done with physical therapy Keep sending reminders. We send them appointment <laughs> reminders like, hey, your appointment's do your it. appointment for physical therapy today. Their like centric should hook that up. Yeah. yeah. I think they, they do. They have reminders, but it'd be more funny if it was like an actual appointment, like a text <laughs> appointment reminder like you get. People get messed up. They're like, yeah. well, <laughs> gotta, am I supposed to be there? Your, it'll say your home appointment exercise. <laughs> yeah. Like do your exercise or, or whatever it is. But that I think that would be a good like, you know, to keep you like, honest on that. Yeah. <laughs> now, but, now during – how can how can someone be as successful as possible during their plan of care? Well, one of the things that we do to increase our success rate with patients is two things. Creating goals and actual real goals, not just like ethereal goals where it's like, oh, I'm going to reach it for, from in a year. It's like you'll be discharged from physical therapy when, and we use objective measures like strength testing, range of motion testing, all this stuff. It's like... Let's hit those. People love that. And I love it myself. It's like, if you tell me that my hip has 60 pounds of force on my right and 120 pounds on my left, I'm like, oh, now I got a goal. I got to get these back to both at 120. So find yourself objective strength measurements. And if your PT isn't willing to do it, you try to do it with like some sort of movement you like at the gym or something like that, right? Set, set something that's that's related to whatever you're, whatever you're going for. Um, the other thing that we do is... Um, we use a exercise home exercise program app, like you kind of mentioned, uh, Therocentric. Basically, it's going to walk you through the whole exercise program, but you'll also be able to track it. So, you know, tracking your progress is huge, I think. Like, And then rewarding yourself for it could be a successful way to do it too. Is like, hey, if I do every one of my um, exercise, home exercise pr- um, program um, that I have prescribed for me in this week, I'm going to get Starbucks Friday morning. You know, just set something like fun for yourself that rewards you for for the behavior and the success for it. If that's what you like to do and, and what you have to do, I think I would do well with that. Where sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna eat really healthy all week because then I'm gonna like go to this restaurant on Saturday, which is gonna be super fun. I don't have to feel bad about it, you know, or, or whatever. Or like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna make my coffee all week long. And then I just enjoy that one Starbucks I get to get on the way and on the way to work. And it motivates me not to get it during the week or like go out and get this and that. I'm like, this is because this is the goal. And if I hit it, I get this as the reward. Sure. And so I think that's a good way to do it. Therocentric makes it easy because it like tracks it for you. And then you can kind of see, you know, that's how a lot of people have success. Like that's how Peloton has had so, so much success with people actually like getting on the Peloton. And once you lose your streak, that's the big mental barrier to get over. I've had patients that have got like 
like, yeah, I gotta go home and ride twenty minutes because I've got a I've got a twenty one day streak going. And you're like, but then the problem is like, once you break that streak, what happens? Then like, you fall off the. Do wagon. I really want to get back on that? It's like the people who do like uh, sober October. It's like, you know, once you break that streak, it's like, do you go down a bad road where it's like now not only you're not doing anything, but you're every you're almost going yeah. the opposite direction where you're doing unhealthy stuff for, for sure. yourself so you got to be kind of careful with those and and not tie up all your gratification in the streak itself um but maybe tie it halfway up in the streak and halfway up in like the actual success of like towards the goals for sure yeah i think what pro- problems that i've seen during is that you're not doing your home exercises so the app takes care of that that we that we've provided scheduling it um, and also I think just figuring out your threshold, you know, that's kind of what is the PT's job is like, don't give someone 15 exercises if you know, they're not going to do it. Yep. Give them like, Hey, can you do these three? Or as a patient, like tell your therapist, yeah, be yeah. straight up, say, I can't do like this, this 15 took me an hour and a half. How and can I, how can I be faster at this? And sometimes it's like wait, why did it take you that long? Like I, this should have been 30 minutes. Like where are we having the breakdown? We do this whole program in 45 when you're here. Why is it taking you an hour and a half? At home? Oh, it's because I don't know what they are and I have to look them up all the time. So, okay, can we go with simpler exercises? Can we use the app to guide you along so that you can easily slide through and see a video of the program instead of having to like remember what it was? Like there's a lot of hacks you can do, but you got to be up front with your provider and be like, this is what's happening. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> exactly. Or like, don't just say yeah, sure, and don't don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, come to that agreement. Like, what what do you actually feel comfortable? What do you feel capable of? Yep. And then go from there. Yep. Um, also, you know, I think that many people still have a lot of unhealthy habits that don't, you know, serve them help in healing. the way they're healing. Yep. So, you know, we're talking about continuing to start to provide more nutrition help as well. Just basic stuff. Um, but you know, eating food that is beneficial for you is going to help your body heal faster. Yep. So thinking about that, like that should inspire you like shit, man, I'm tired of this pain. I better start eating better, you know, getting some, some better food in here to, to induce that. Yeah. I, I, I have an interesting like anecdote of this is like, I don't know if it helped, I feel like I healed really fast uh, from my recent skin surgery. And I was like, you know, what what would I do if I wanted to heal my skin really fast? I was like, I should probably be taking like collagen because collagen is going to be like, you know, a foundational piece of. And luckily, I'm already on this health kit because I'm trying to lose weight for a for my buddy's wedding, which is luckily on Friday. So that's like, do I, how far do I? Well, how, luckily, so you can get off of it. Exactly. <laughs> how, how, luckily, it's how over. Hard, how hard am I going to fall off the wagon on this one, man? Uh, I'm actually going to try to keep it going as, as much as possible. I've been really strict about like no red, no red, all this stuff because I'm, I'm trying to fit into, it's funny because you try to lose weight for your, your own wedding sometimes, but I'm actually trying to lose weight to fit into these pants for this guy's wedding. <laughs> Anyway, got them expanded as much as possible. There's not enough material left <laughs> in there. They're still pretty tight. I'm like, all right, I gotta keep on losing weight. So he's getting liposuction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta clear out the the butt was too tight for sure. Um, <laughs> no, that that's like I was I was eating really healthy, luckily, so I think that helped heal. But I also started taking a collagen supplement. Like I started mixing in that um, um, the collagen supplement that we got from Primal Kitchens. Primal Kitchens uh, into my coffee. It's like a 
it's like a uh, coffee creamer collagen and it's super delicious mm. by the way and so i was doing that and i was like you know i'm gonna do everything that can help me so i took a like a men's multivitamin i was taking that i was eating really healthy i was drinking a, a shitload of water um and so i'm like you know hey this wound actually healed really quick um you know there's definitely and, and that's what we preach in pt is too is like you got to heal it from the outside, which is like, you know, doing exercises and strengthening, but you also can work on healing it from the inside. And if you're not promoting a good environment for healing, like you're like, you're just living unhealthy, like you're, you're just going to take longer to heal. And so that's where, you know, we recommend, you know, greens powders. If you don't eat enough vegetables or collagen supplements for healing, um, there's even a lot of studies with combining collagen and vitamin C an hour before your exercises in case you have it if you have a tendon injury that has really good results in in reuptake of collagen into the into the tendon and collagen synthesis just protein intake yeah because collagen is protein essentially right so it's like in its basic form is like increasing your protein intake um, to help you with your recovery reducing inflammatory foods which can help you because inflammatory foods can create chronic you know, inflammation and, and cause things. So it's like natural anti-inflammatories, right? Eating foods that are, uh, that bring down like base level of inflammation and doing activities that bring down base level of inf- inflammation, you know, like heat and cold exposure. Like there's a lot of things you can do outside of just like the, 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 you got to do the meat and potatoes though. You have to do the exercise. You got to get like the help, but then there's also like a ton of frosting and cherries on top. Um, that's way more accessible these days than, than it used to be and like less expensive. And there's a lot of places that do a lot of this like recovery work. Right. And that's what they specialize in. Um, and that's really what, what I'm excited about for, for our vigor ground location is like trying to put that upstairs inside of vigor ground and like make more access to all for all our patients to those kind of services where it's like heat and cold exposure, compression exposure, um, I don't know anything red light, you know, it like whatever it, it takes, because there's like, as long as you're doing the meat and potatoes, I'm fine with trying all of the other stuff, but don't just think you're going to take collagen and greens powders and vitamin C and that you're going to be better. Um, especially for a muscle injury, right? Like maybe your skin injury, like I have like, you know, skin surgery, you know, you can't really work your skin out, um, right. that, that I know of, <laughs> but, uh, but you, but there are a lot of things you can do during your physical therapy course to just make it more effective which at the end of the day it just saves you time right right like and and that's what we're trying to figure out is like what's the what's the cost benefit analysis like if it costs too much it's not worth it because then it's like you spent a thousand dollars but it only bought you a day of recovery so it's like what actually matters and that's kind of what we're what we're going into now um but at the same time most of the things we pay money in life for is to reduce time save time Right. And so that's what I see this as an investment is like, how do I decrease my recovery time? Because I don't want to spend all this time in PT because I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I want to get back to what I'm trying to do. I want to play basketball. I want to lift weights. I want to run outside. You know, I want to do stuff. Yeah. And it's, it, a lot of stuff, it's just like, why not? Yep. You know, why not add, <laughs> add in certain things? Like yeah. you said, if it, if it's thousand bucks, yeah. And it's like, okay, maybe not. Like, a, like most a, of the like things a, we just talked about are very inexpensive. Yeah. Or like a tub of greens. It's, it's fairly expensive for what it is. Like, or it seems 
relatively expensive, 70 bucks, 80 bucks for a tub that lasts you 30 days. But at the same time, like if you don't want to do that, you can just go buy a bunch of bags of spinach and eat it. But but (laughs) it's a lot easier to pour this thing into your water bottle, shake it up and drink it. You know, when we had the greens powders in our office, we were going through like crazy because it was like, it's just way easier than eating a huge tub of spinach or, you know, like all the other greens that you should be eating and you get that vitamin packed nutrient and and you feel better that way. So, you know, it's a, it's something that you got to weigh within yourself though. Is like, is it worth the money or do I not have the money? Can I do a cheaper alternative? Fine. You don't have to buy collagen powder, drink jello with vitamin C in it, right? That's called, it has gelatin, which is a form of collagen. So just, you know, there's, there's options out there. Um, but there are ways to kind of like shortcut the recovery or make it better and more effective. And, and so, you know, those are things to be interested in when you're going through a recovery of anything. Right. Yep. And that's just something to keep in mind is like, am I doing everything? Yeah. Right. Like that's what I would always think about. Like, Hmm, this, this isn't going as well as I thought. Like, am I doing everything I could be? Yep. And if you're not, like, why not add add some certain things in? Yeah. And that's, that's, I guess, what I see all of these avenues as helping. You know, like, we're putting the exercise out there that you can try before you even come in. We're doing these podcasts so that you have more resources and adding on to the meat and potatoes, which is why you come in here. Yep. Um, so, so hopefully all this is has helped and and will continue to help yep but phones ran off the hook back here it's a good sign people are coming in getting help uh we appreciate you guys listening we've got some more podcasts coming up with special guests um got some more local medical providers around the area with uh unique expertises um so we've kind of enjoyed bringing those to you guys hopefully you guys enjoyed that we're gonna try to do more of the solo podcast or i guess it's a dual podcast with with uh with me and mitch and um so if you have anything you're interested in hearing about related to physical therapy health wellness business anything in that area um hit us up on instagram at high def mitch uh he finally changed his name away from easy wins mitch he left it it's gone now um Maybe someday we'll bring back Savage Oats, hopefully. I don't know. Do you still own the IP on that or whatever? I so. still got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're bringing it back. Um, and and me at Zach the PT, um, Zach with an H. Um, so let us know if you have anything you want to hear from us and, and check out our content on high def, uh, at High Def PT on Instagram. Um, we're going to be coming out with some more YouTube stuff. Our goal is to provide as much free stuff as possible. We don't have a ton of stuff to sell you guys, um, but – you know, if you guys are interested in getting physical therapy and coming in and seeing us, we have uh, locations in Seattle, Bellevue, and Renton.